Good morning, RVA. It's 54 degrees and it's rainy, but looks like things should dry out and warm up as the day goes on with temperatures topping out around 70. Take advantage of it because tomorrow looks cooler and wetter and a lot more like a cozy on the couch movie night. Water cooler. Ooh, political intrigue. Nathaniel Klein at the Virginia Mercury reports that Virginia's superintendent of public instruction, Jillian Ballow, has resigned. WRIC's Dean Mershahai has Ballow's resignation letter. Fascinating stuff. Was Ballow pushed out because of the $200 million education budget snafu? Was she not intense enough in supporting the administration's attempts at defunding public schools? Was she too intense? Is she just tired of it all? Ballow doesn't give a reason for her resignation, so we probably won't know much until we can contrast her tenure with that of whoever the governor picks as her replacement. RVA Green 2050's March newsletter is out, and you should take a minute or two to give it a read. Of note, the Department of Environmental Quality wants public comment on the potential repeal of the Carbon Budget Trading Program, aka short-sightedly removing Virginia from the Regional Greenhouse Gas Initiative. You can and should leave a public comment in support of the Commonwealth staying in this important program. Not sure what to say? Just crib from Mayor Stoney's comment, quote, As mayor of the city of Richmond, we cannot escape the environmental impacts of climate change that are taking shape in cities across the country like mine. That's why I'm proud of the work that has gone into developing the RVA Green 2050 plan. However, local governments alone cannot solve the climate crisis. The Regional Greenhouse Gas Initiative is a common-sense, market-based, cost-effective, and critically important program that cuts harmful carbon pollution while delivering a multitude of benefits to communities across Virginia. I urge the members of the Air Pollution Control Board to continue Virginia's participation in RGGI. Make sure you delete all the stuff about being mayor of Richmond, though, if you do use this. City Council's Education and Human Services Committee meets this afternoon and has a fun list of discussion topics. Quote, fiscal mapping and shared priorities from the Office of Children and Families, a review of the construction timeline for both Fox Elementary and the replacement for George With High School, an update on the RPS budget from Superintendent Cameras, and a, quote, Richmond School Board update from RPS Board Vice Chair Cheryl Burke. I would listen to each one of these and probably will. Tune in today at 2 p.m. or, fingers crossed, I'll get this posted up on The Boring Show once I get my act together. Richmond BizSense's Jack Jacobs talked to three local groups, each impacted in different ways by the mysterious dissolution of Enrichment. I'd love to know how other cities solve the problem of small volunteer groups and friends of organizations needing administrative infrastructure like bank accounts, donations, and insurance. Is that something the city could provide? Maybe the community foundation? As Jacob reports, having another local nonprofit step into that role after the collapse of Enrichment doesn't seem like a very reassuring solution. Also, I can't believe we still don't know what happened. Like, tens of thousands of dollars vanished. Seems like someone should figure that out. Beep. For Mike Platania, also at Richmond Business, here's a headline that I couldn't resist tapping on. Quote, vegan cheese experiment leads to fan restaurants frozen pizza spinoff. More vegan food is probably better for all of us overall, so I appreciate the experimentation. Tonight at the National, Welcome to Night Vale will finish up its current tour with a live episode of the weird, funny, spooky, Lovecraftian podcast. While live music is not my thing, I know, I know, I enjoy a good live podcast. Everyone's sitting down, no one's bumping into me, and I never have to wonder what to do with my hands. I'm an irregular Welcome to Night Vale listener, but I think if I were to write fiction seriously, it would be the same brand of unserious horror that Night Vale does really well. Sounds fun, and you can get tickets for tonight's show through the National's website. This morning's long read is titled The Puzzling Gap Between How Old You Are and How Old You Think You Are. At least it's not just me, you know? Here's an excerpt. Yet we seem to have an awfully rough go of locating ourselves in time. A friend, nearing 60, recently told me that whenever he looks in the mirror, he's not so much unhappy with his appearance as startled by it, as if there's been some sort of error, were his exact words. 
high school re reunions can have the same confusing effect. You look around at, at your lined and thickened classmates, wondering how they could have so violently capitulated to age, and then you see photographs of yourself from that same event and realize, oh. The gulf between how old we are and how old we believe ourselves to be can often be measured in light years, or at least a goodly number of old-fashioned earth ones. If you'd like to suggest a long read to show up here, go chip in a couple of bucks on the old Patreon. That's patreon.com slash GMRVA. Boop. This morning's picture of the day is a picture of a good alley. Boop. Intern outro music by Matt Fisher. And you can find links to all these stories and more in the show notes or on GMRVA.com.